0: Welcome to the Revenue Accelerators Podcast, a show featuring B2B sales and business leaders. hosted by ExcelG founder and 19-year sales veteran with leadership experience in strategic enterprise and telecom sales, Deep Triconod. This show uncovers strategies and techniques business leaders have used to go from zero to one and beyond. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe, rate and review the show to help us reach more people. Revenue Accelerators is brought to you by Accelogy. We help B2B sales leaders improve sales performance by leveraging our patent-pending data-driven sales coaching systems. Find us at www.accelogy.com Enjoy today's episode. Hey, everyone. Thank you again for attending another episode or listening in on another episode of Revenue Accelerators. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Joanne Black. Joanne, thank you so much for joining. How are you today?
1: Oh, I am always good. I think I've told you that, right? Because nobody likes to hear complaints. (laughs) I love it. Truthfully, I am always good. (laughs)
0: It's <laughs> so, so true. I mean, uh, we, we ask, we ask that question, right? How are you doing today? And no one expects to be unloaded with problems like, you know, oh, let me tell you about this problem I had. And it's like, look, it was kind of a formality I was asking, but, but nonetheless, I'm glad. I hope you mean it genuinely that, that you're doing well. Um, Joanne, if you can actually give us a quick introduction, who, who is Joanne Black?
1: Sometimes I ask myself that question as well. <laughs> So, from a p- professional standpoint, I don't know what you want, but from p- a professional standpoint, I founded uh, No More Cold Calling in 1996. So, Excellent. wherever you're listening to this, it's been a long time.
0: That's awesome. So, and, so you, you've been, yeah. that's great. You've been doing this for a while. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead.
1: Well, I have, but the thing is, referral selling wasn't even on my radar years ago, and it's, it just was a happenstance. So I don't believe in, I don't believe in a lot of things being set, but mm-hmm. I do believe in serendipity. Okay. So I, I worked for two training and consulting firms. And the second one, my colleague said, you should go start your own business. I mean, the economy was great in 1996. So I did, but it had nothing to do with referral selling. My 1st Did it have to do with selling
0: in the first place? Sorry. Did it have to do with selling? Yes. So
1: I was sold. I I managed sales teams. I was an account executive. And the thing is, I never thought I'd be in sales because I was the shyest, most uncomfortable kid you could imagine, even young adult. But that's not really what sales is about. So... My first client, I was working with them on a totally different project, and they were doing a customer satisfaction survey of 50 of their best clients. It was several rounds, and I added this question to the last round. Would you be willing to be a referral to this client? Mm -hmm. The seven-point scale seven was high. My question came back 6.5. Wow. Well, I don't even know what made me. Had that question deep. You don't. So, my next management meeting, I couldn't wait. I went in and I said, 50 of your best clients said they'd be glad to refer you. Are you asking? Well, the answer was no in 1996. It happens mm-hmm. to be no today. And so I had to think about it. You know, if referrals are so great and I knew they were, what's going on? Sure. And so I asked salespeople and sales execs, I knew, do you like to get referrals? And they gave me this long list. And then I said, well, do you have a referral system, a methodology, with a strategy, with metrics, with skills, with accountability for results? And again, the answer was no back then, and it's no today. So I had to close that gap. I'm a very logical person. You know, on the one hand, you're saying referrals are the best business. On the other, it just kind of happened. And so that's... That was my career path, and it has so, continued to develop.
0: So you kind of specialize in setting up these systems. Is that is that a fair a fair statement?
1: Absolutely. I mean, like anything worth doing, it's a system, because mm-hmm. I, because what happens today it's just happenstance. Yes. And it's not. I say it's simple, but it's not easy, because yeah. if it were, everybody would be doing it. Yeah,
0: very, very true. Um, and, and so so you said you started 96, the your your, your business. And prior yes. to that, if you can kind of if you can kind of rewind, how did you stumble? You mentioned um, this is something that's kind of intriguing to me because I feel like I'm similar in that where if you were kind of shy um, historically, how did how did you find yourself in sales?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. So out of college, actually, my uncle knew someone. And when I think back on it, it was a referral. It was a women's retail store called Joseph Magna. They're not around today, but mm-hmm. it was a women's specialty store. And so I got a job there. We had a management training program, only college graduates. And that's where I learned how to sell. And what I learned was it's not about telling people. It's about asking good questions, determining what they need, and then making suggestions. Yes. That's it. Discovery. Yes, I could do that. I could. (laughs) But, you know, here and, and to say that in many situations I still feel uncomfortable, not so much anymore, but in the beginning I did. Sure, but I was working with very experienced people, and you and you know as well as I, that successful salespeople don't do it all on their own. We so all intrigued. have help. Yes,
0: hundred yeah. percent.
1: Yeah, and a little bit more. What happened? I was on the first floor. but mainly accessories, you know, okay. gifts, jewelry, all that stuff, and. Mm-hmm. I wanted to rearrange a display, and I went to the women who'd been there a while, and I told them what I wanted to do, and they said to me, that's a great idea, but it's never been done before. You should go ask Carolyn, our floor manager. So I went to Carolyn. I told her uh, what I wanted to do, and I told her they said it had never been done before. She didn't miss a beat, Dean. She said, that's the best reason I know for doing it. Wow, okay. That stuck with me, right? Yeah. What I do had never been done before.
0: So don't we, be fearful we of have it. To be, just because. You
1: know, we, we have to be excited and passionate about what we do.
0: Yes. Yes. I love it. So, so, so if you fast forward from that point on to kind of like, do you focus on, so that sounded like that was retail, is more b to c how did you get from B2C to potentially, I mean, are you still in the B2C space or do you do B2B? Do you help, like, on the referral side? Like, where do you focus your, your energies?
1: It's all B2B, and I work specifically with account executives who okay. have named accounts. They have to get in, mm-hmm. and then they have to expand after they've done a great job. Yes, the uh, you know when everybody talks today about oh I can't reach the decision maker or the C-suite so hard excuse me no it's not you get an introduction you get the meeting period yes yes and, and but it morphed from there so I was referred initially but I wanted to train salespeople. Mm-hmm. And the I needed to be in the headquarters because then, back then, it was where the uh, training department was held. And so a good thing is I never got either the job that I was down to two. There's a reason.
0: So pause then, for a second. So you said the good thing is that you never got the job.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I think, okay. look, if anybody's bought a house even and, and you lost one or two or three before, mm-hmm. then you're mm-hmm. in the house you love, and you say that's the reason. That's so, a
0: great point. Yes. Okay. You, all right. Sorry. You okay. should be. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Yes.
1: And uh, so B 2 B was always it for me, mm-hmm. and I, I developed the system. But it and in the beginning, I did public workshops. People from all different companies, and then I also work with companies themselves so i work with the head of sales whatever their title but the big thing is they have certain problems because for any of us do if there's not a problem what we do doesn't matter yeah right yes so the problems that we hear i've heard for decades it's still going to go on for decades we don't have enough leads We forget that we're qualified my people whole... aren't getting meeting with the right prospects.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our pipeline is smoke and mirrors. Well, they might not say exactly that, and our revenue's down. So those are yes. the complaints. It's um, and unless they have those complaints or those problems, what I do doesn't matter. Right?
0: Well, the, yeah. So I can see why you're in demand because, like, what you described is everybody's problem. Even if even if they're at the kind of the the base of the mountain and they're about to hockey stick they still have, because it's all relative to expectations, right? So like whatever the forecast is, whatever the expectation is, generally it's safe to say that because sales teams are chasing that expectation, at some point they're not meeting those expectations, in which case there's always an opportunity to, to grow. And so every, all the problems and the challenges you described a hundred percent, I think are, are universal. And so, um, what I've found in my research also, there's hundreds of companies that have been created, maybe thousands to solve those problems of lead gen of um, of everything, not so much on referrals though. So, so I think uh, it, it's, in, it's, it's very interesting and that's why I was excited to talk to you about it. So, so if you can, please continue. So, so given those problems, you found a kind of novel or unique solution to those problems in an approach. And if you can kind of describe, like, your secret, I don't I mean, you don't have to say your secret sauce here, but kind of, like, what the benefits are for, for what you provide.
1: When you think about it, when you've got an introduction to the right person in the past, what's happened?
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's an endorsement to some extent.
1: It is an endorsement. You get the you get an introduction. You get the meeting, right? Done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so you don't waste all that time doing stupid prospecting. And I say that word intentionally because we see what's happened today.
0: Yeah, it's, you it's know, a form and, of insanity. Uh,
1: yeah, and and people aren't <laughs> talking to people. You know, everybody's hiding behind the technology. It's gotten worse. But there's a lot of reasons that. Companies and individuals haven't adopted referral selling. What I've heard sometimes from a sales leader is, oh, I tell my people to go get referrals. And then I say, I try not to be snide, but I can be, how's that working for you? (laughs) You And and it's hit and miss. Why would we tackle something that's hidden in this when getting qualified leads is the most important part of our process, because if that doesn't happen, the rest doesn't matter. Very true. Yeah. And what's happened today, kind of what happened with social media, you know, when social media suddenly was a thing, all these experts came out of the woodwork exactly. and they were saying a bunch of stuff, right? Yes. Some of it was nonsense. So the referral Thing I'm calling has had that kind of arc up and down in yes. the last six months suddenly everybody's an expert and I read <laughs> what they're saying and I say well that's a bunch of junk Yeah. Uh, and if I comment on posts of course I do it um, graciously and I give suggestions but the kind of stuff people are talking about is this no that's not how it works that doesn't mean I'm the only one Yes. but
0: so, so, so if you, can you describe a little bit of how, you know, cause I think I, I you know, your, your example of, you know, some sales leader, some VP says, all right, we're going to, this is a new, new action or task or activity or goal is like get referrals. But that's putting a lot on the individual rep that may or may not know how to do it innately. Right. And, and maybe they ask the question, but if there's, I suspect that there's a science behind getting referrals or some to some extent to science and if it's kind of like you meant, mentioned it's hit and miss if the reps are doing it on their own and they're just kind of trying to figure it out as they go along um it is going to be hit and miss and some might get lucky some might get lucky in terms of doing it right without actually knowing that they're doing it right um so given what you described you know Sales leaders that that know there's value in referrals, and they're trying to unlock that, but they don't know the science behind it. So when you come to that organization that has value for referrals, um, typically how long does it take to institute your system to start seeing the results that you bring?
1: So here's what we measure. Measure the, the number of people asked the number of referrals received, the number of referral meetings conducted. And at that point, you should have enough information to put in your CRM or not. Mm-hmm. We can't measure the, the dollar because that could take three or six months. But we can, but that's that's coming from the introduction. Yes. So as an example, working with a client now, and the senior leadership put a stake in the ground and said, we need referral selling to be our number one outbound prospecting approach. Okay. And we're willing to do what it takes. And that's a big thing right there. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And
1: so we started working with a senior team, did a proof of concept, which was very successful. And that took a couple months because – First thing is having conversations with leadership about what's the outcome they want because we're going to work from that. Mm-hmm. Finding out some other things about the company, etc. And then what are the metrics? So they have to agree on the metrics for the company mm-hmm. and for the teams and for the individuals.
0: And how big is, Most, is how big is the team? If you, like, what are the range and sizes of teams that you tend to to work with?
1: So anywhere between say, five account executives up, mm-hmm. if, if if they're a big company. I don't typically work with huge companies, but if they're big, then we break it out into different groups. Okay. So as an example, this first group was a leadership, and now we're breaking them out to another eight to ten people, being launched like twice a month when we get oh, through. Wow. And, it's, and it- it's not just salespeople. These are customer services first.
0: Uh, actually, that's a great point because right. – because within an organization, everybody has some level of relationship somewhere, in some way, shape, or form. So leveraging the entire team, not just your account executives, to try and get referrals, I think is, is key.
1: Absolutely. And, and for leaders, first of all, there's no cost to referrals. Yeah. Well, least one. You know, you get an introduction. Okay, get out your note card and a pen handwritten thank you note. We're human. We want to be thanked and put a real stamp on it. Yes. So that's the cost, whatever stamps are now. And,
0: <laughs> and the and, five and minutes, they, 10 minutes it takes to write the note.
1: That's right. And There's no cost. It's also our biggest competitive differentiation because when you get an introduction, you get in. I've heard things that, well, sometimes they didn't want to hear, but they tell you stuff. My technical term, Mm-hmm. Because you've been referred, and to your point, you arrive with trust. And so you have a different kind of relationship. So true. If there are competitors, you have the inside track. In addition, the conversion rate, when introduced to the right person, exceeds 50%. It's typically 70%.
0: It's a no-brainer.
1: Yes. From that aspect, it is
0: <laughs> the ROI on. Um, I I love it. It's uh, have you, you know who. So who do you compete with in in what you do? It's an it is a no brainer. Um, the system that you bring, the science that you bring. I mean, what is there like? Do you ever run into like? Oh well, this guy wants to try this, and you know. For whatever reason, that happens to be the the uh, flavor of the month in terms of sales performance improvement. Um, but like, what what are some of the things that you see out there that some of the sales leaderships, the sales leaders, the VPs, and so on, CROs try to do that's not as good as referrals, but they still try it.
1: They do a lot with technology. That's been my experience. Interesting. Or they've tried tried referrals in the past and haven't mm-hmm. been successful because oh. they don't they don't have the system right they don't have the metrics they don't have the skills there's no accountability yeah and with any skill you know you have to have coaching and reinforcement it doesn't matter the level i was on a one-on-one coaching call with a senior person a couple hours ago mm-hmm. Manage the team in the entire united states And he was in our first group. And we had a lot of learning, but we also had the holiday break. And I was working with him, and no, there's so much more he needed to do to refine. Because this is not one and done. Yeah. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter. It's, practically every company has tried referrals before.
0: Sure. Sure. Lot of people and they out.
1: haven't gotten the results, right? And and so the way I talk about the work we do is very simply there's two parts to the sales process. Part one is getting the meeting. Mm-hmm. Part two, everything that happens after that. And if you don't get the meeting, part two doesn't matter. I'm part one. That's how I think about it.
0: That's very true. It,
1: it, yeah, it, it's an easy concept.
0: Yeah, it's, um, that's, that's fascinating. Actually, you know, I've, I've spoken on this podcast in particular with a ton of, not ton. So, you know, many, I should say, uh, of sales coaches, sales leaders, sales managers, VPs of sales, and they all have a perspective on, you know, how to use various tools, how to like, you know, engage their, their prospects. Um, very few realize the strength and power and the ROI on referrals, actually. They did not they did not um bring that up, or right? I haven't we have I haven't really had the conversation on referrals. It's it's in leveraging your network to get to expand your network. Like it needs to be seated at some point, but um but it's it's fascinating how underutilized, at least from my vantage point, the various folks that I speak to it's refer the the idea of referral is so underutilized. At least that's what I'm seeing.
1: Well, one of the reasons is, first of all, they don't have the skills or the strategy. But there's um, a lot personally that gets in the way, because referral selling is so personal. Yes. You know, and and I've had seasoned sales guys guys say to me, Joanne, I'm not comfortable asking. I don't know why. So I call it out because we're afraid of the rejection. It's aggressive, like the used car salesman. You know, what if they say no? It feels desperate because if I were really successful, I wouldn't have to ask. I mean, you go through this whole list, and they're just totally uncomfortable. So what a lot of people do is say, well, if you know anyone who could benefit from my services, please let them know.
0: Yeah, kind of this abstract, generic. Okay, I generic-
1: checked, checked it off the list.
0: Yeah. So how so so, so that 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 mental block though, um, are you able to kind of talk through some of the guidance that you give? How do you how do you help these senior seasoned salespeople that that have no problem cold calling? They have no problem like cold emailing, trying to reach out and networking, expanding, but then when it comes down to asking for a referral, they're like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like how, how does how does one overcome that hurdle?
1: It's um, really having the conversations. You know, they know that referrals are the best business, and seasoned salespeople get them. So there's mm-hmm. two kinds of referrals. One is what I call inbound. So a client calls and bring you in to do more, or a client refers someone else, mm-hmm. or you get an inbound call, so-and-so told me to call you. Yep. We have no control over that.
0: Yeah, we that's that's kind of hope for the best. Cross your fingers, and you do yeah. you do enough, and it'll come in.
1: What's not happening is the outbound. Yes. So it's that proactive, intentional outreach that's been learned. It's measured. It's tied to KPIs, and they're given the tools and to make it work. Yes. And I don't go away. You know, managers say that. Oh yeah, I can do the reinforcement. Hmm. Doesn't happen. Yeah, they don't do because it. they all have so much to do and they get busy. So I always stay for a while. One client I was talking to, I said I always add in another three months of coaching. Mm-hmm. And there's two of them. One of them said, "Oh, I think it should be six months." The other one said, "I think it should be a year." I, mean, I don't know if he's kidding or not, but it's that's they know
0: you hold they, them accountable, whereas they they yeah, don't. Do they it don't themselves. have the
1: bandwidth. Them. Yes. They don't have the balance. They just don't.
0: Very, very true. So, Joanne, thank you so much for giving us a, just a kind of a peek into the value of referrals and selling. Um, is there anything that you'd want to share with the the listeners that we didn't get to cover?
1: I think we covered, oh, yes, there is one thing. No one's asking every single one of their clients for a referral. Who better? You've done a great job. can ask them. Yes. But. You have to have the system and you have to learn how to ask, but no, just know that is a big gap in all it. companies today. Yeah.
0: I, I I could not agree more. I think, you know, um, even for my, my business the I'm looking back, kind of reflecting on how did I get the meetings that I got? And it was based on my network. It was based on the endorsements of the referrals and my contacts to get those various meetings. And so, um, and trying to do it without that, I for a whole year prior to leveraging my contacts, um, rendered nothing, it was completely fruitless. And so um, I'm a huge huge proponent uh, of what you're, what you're doing and how you're helping. And, and if you, there's anything that I can help you with, please let me know. Um, but thank you so much, Joanne, for, for joining us and, and sharing some of your, your thoughts and your perspective.
1: It's my favorite topic deep of course
0: i love it i love it and everyone listening uh we'll catch you on the other side thank you so much we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. be sure to check us out at
1: www.excelogy.com